From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, it's great to be back with you. How are you today? I'm doing good, Steve, and definitely great to be back. And how are you doing? I'm doing well. I, uh, I'm uh, glad we got a chance for us to chat a bit. We've had a couple of uh, episodes with guests, and it's nice for us to uh, take a little bit of time to uh, to talk amongst us. And, and we actually have some questions from that CC Porter from our previous episode. She was a student from Pace University uh, left for us. But uh, before we get into those, um, any any um, any thoughts that you wanted to share about the the uh, episodes with the Bald AV guys? Those were uh, one forty three and actually one forty four. She joined. They joined CC uh, Rich and George on that episode. I, I thought both episodes were good. It, I, I what Pace University is doing and those uh, folks are doing is uh, great for our industry. I. I look forward to see what comes of it um i'll admit i even jumped on instagram and followed the av club of pace university and they're doing some pretty cool stuff up out there so if you haven't checked it out check it out um and another big shout out to that is not only is cc the president of that club but they also have another female who is the vice president wow so that is uh, great for our industry to uh, get young, diverse talent into our field. So just keep it up, guys and uh, ladies, and uh, keep working hard. I agree, and I hope that they're listening, and I hope that they can. Uh, our podcast could help to answer some of their questions, and um, we have a couple for today. But I'll, I'll also add that uh, what they're doing is really impressive. I, I really admire. Um, what, what George and Rich have taken on. And I also feel like uh, the fact that CC knows that she wants a career in AV and she's only a sophomore in college, and this is something new that she's just recently been turned on to, that, that's really cool. And I, I uh, offer any help that I can provide. And I think that she'll find that if she uh, reaches out to the AV community, she'll she'll find a lot of people that are there to support her and hopefully more can follow in her footsteps. So the, the the question that uh, Cece asked us, which I thought was really good from her perspective, she wanted to know what advice would you give somebody who's just starting to learn programming? And and uh, when we talk about programming for our show, we'll talk about AV programming. Programming has a lot of different types and a lot of different meanings and a lot of different applications. There There's so much out there, but to narrow it down, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about how to get started in learning AV programming. So um, uh, I know that we've talked about this a little bit on, on previous episodes, but um, James, if you wanted to take the first swing at it, um, what would you, how would you answer that? Well, first thing I would say, if someone came to me about learning AV programming, my uh, first response is run, get away, don't do it. Um, no, joking aside, is it it takes a unique person to be a programmer. It's a mindset. Um, you you really have to kind of build, visualize how the system's supposed to function and then put it down into code. Um, so I kind of I would say play with equipment's web interfaces and see what each setting does. 
um, that will help you kind of understand, like, if okay, I'm making this setting change, it affects this. Kind of the same thing like in program. If I make this line of code change, it'll affect this. Kind of if you could do that in a web configurator, um, you have a guardrail, so you don't really break the whole system, uh, but it gives you a better understanding of how to start diving into code. I like that actually, because in, in past episodes, we've talked about the difference between configuration and programming, and that's something uh, CC or anybody listening, please check out those past episodes because it does provide a little bit of clarity. Programming can be code-based. Programming can also be more configuration. And like you said, being able to change settings and do things doesn't actually mean that you have to be writing certain in a certain language. It just means that you are do, taking actions and getting responses or, or getting results and then using that to trigger potentially another action, which so I, I, I like that a lot. I, I um, often tell people that you really have to know what you're trying to accomplish before even writing a line of code. I think that that's really critical because the, that to me is the hard part in AV programming and what a lot of AV programmers are, end up being responsible for is defining the functionality that they're trying to actually accomplish and being able, programming has a lot of aspects because some of it may be, be talking to users, being able to understand what their needs are, what they're looking to do, and then translating that into what they what what is a, a solution for them and 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 help to guide them down the right pathway because a lot of times what they ask for may not necessarily be what they need or what what is best for them so that that's also a job of an, an AB programmer uh, but but the I think what you said getting your feet wet in configuration certainly gets you into that mindset it teaches you some logic it you, you want to be able to know the if then else you want to be able to know um, the uh, other conditions that, um, will result in an outcome, um, being able to process feedback and, and, uh, provide the responses back to letting a user know what's actually happening and, and, and help them to uh, guide them through an experience is, is also a big part of programming. Um, other, um, uh, do you have any techniques or any, um, resources that, that you might recommend? Um, I also kind of want to go on what you're saying is have it understanding the outcome. Um, also have a understanding of the project that you're working on. Yeah, the outcome part of the project. But if you really want to learn AV programming or any programming in general is you have to have a project because it's something you actually have to sit down and do. It, it's hard to just sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to write an if-then statement. Well, if you don't have a project in mind, like what's the point of writing the if-then statement? It's a practice. Um, so have a project in mind. Like find something that you want to try to do. Do it in a sandbox environment where you can take risks and you know break things. Um, that's one thing I love about programming is getting into the sandbox environment is breaking things and then fixing it and making it blow smoke as and that good smoke, not the bad smoke. <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> that's a good good clarification there. You know, I, I think 
we we often get thought of as we create magic, and and I I know that that's um, something that is um, we can take pride in, and and a lot of people are wowed by what programmers create, but we often have to remind them that it didn't just come at a snap of a finger. It usually means that we had to put a lot of hard work into it to be able to create that ease of use and and be able to make something reliable and and uh, intuitive and um, seamless for a user experience. So I, th I think that that's another, another thing to keep in mind. Um, I'll also throw in there that AV programming has a lot of components. So you have a user interface that that could be something that you focus on. Hey, you know, maybe, maybe that's, that's your specialty. I know that Kate Atkins, that's her specialty. And, and she was on a few past episodes. Uh, so, so you can look her up um, and, and follow her. And she does uh, uh, some YouTube videos on user interface, but then there's also the back end where you're writing the code to interface with, with all of the components. And that's something that my company does. And, and we really specialize in the API integration. And then the, there's the middle, which is the business logic, as we would call it, and how the system works. And some people specialize in that. Um, so there, there's a lot of different ways to break down AV programming. And, and um, we, we've often thought of it as somebody has to do something to, from beginning to end. But I, but I think that, that that's changing, especially with the adoption of modern programming languages and, and um, software development techniques. Very good point. Um, the uh, I, I, another thing that I that I would throw out there, and and uh, I want to get your thoughts about it, is that I, I would try to stay away from being um, really focused on a particular platform. It's great to say you're an expert at a platform, but if you can be um, a universal programmer and and, and be able to write in different languages and have that flexibility, I think that that will also take you a little bit further than being only tied to a particular platform. Although it, you know, it, it helps because you get more practice and you build up your, your library, but it's, um, but, but it's another, um, I, I think advantage to being, uh, able to, to be more marketable and to be, to be more, um, to apply your skills in different ways. Uh, I, I think that's great. And to add on, I just kind of thought of this now is another good way is we talked about knowing the project, understanding, having a project mind, the scope and all that stuff. But also I, the whole saying of how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So same thing with AV programming. Yeah, your project might be very big and you're like, oh, daunting over this well break it down into something simple like if you're just learning let's well learn how to turn on this play and then you just focus on that you know and then once you come familiar with that like if you're talking to a projector if it's a brand x y or z they're all going to be very similar maybe a little different code but very similar functionality like you kind of just take it away you took that one piece of elephant and ate it, and now you're moving on to another piece. Absolutely. I, um, I, you know, it actually brings to mind that if you wanted to really understand AV programming, you could also buy some consumer 
equipment and and do some things at home there it's not really going to be programming but this it's just the same thought process applies being able to use a voice controller to turn on a light um there there are wi-fi wi controlled light bulbs something like that perhaps then you set it up to say i wanted to turn on and off at a certain time of day or based on certain conditions and you just play with something sometimes uh you, you can use something like if this then that uh, and and do some some conditional logic that's that's really a form of programming and and the same mindset that applies to AV programming no I agree those are great points and uh, uh easy enough to get your hands on some of these products and uh, play around and you're you're a, it's a low bar of entry for sure and I think that there's high payoff there too and it, and I find too that if you just dive right into the code, you're you're probably going to miss the whole point of what programming is about, and 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 uh, you you may get lost in that, and you may find out that coding isn't for you, but you can really understand how everything should work, and somebody else writes the code for you. So the that uh, hopefully those answer your questions, CC, and um, if you they don't, I think that there are plenty of people in this audience that would. Be glad to help you. Um, also, if you have a follow-up question, please uh, share that. Or anybody in the audience wants to uh, ask a follow-up question, or you know, please uh, let us know because these are the types of things that once we talk about them, sometimes we, we don't even realize how to answer the questions until we're actually having a discussion to to you know come up with some, some different examples. So um this is the type of thing that this podcast podcast represents. So uh, we want to keep the conversation going. If um, people want to get in touch with you, James, um, and follow up about this or uh, or learn more about what you're up to, how can they do that? Oh, they can Google me. You'll find me. But I'm on X as uh, AV underscore James King. You can find me on Sunday morning with the hashtag AV in the AM. Um, LinkedIn, I'm on there. Anything with Hepma, again, Google me, you'll find me. Excellent. And for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. Um, uh, please reach out and, and let us know what you think. You can reach my company, Control Concepts at controlconcepts.net. And um, we, we hope that you will find us on YouTube or your favorite podcast player. Please uh, leave us a rating, review, share your favorite episode. That all means a lot to us. And we want to keep the momentum going. And we also want to help people like CC out uh, to answer those questions. So, so please keep them coming in and uh, we'll, we'll keep this conversation going. If you'd like to learn more about CC or the Bald AV guys, please listen to our previous two episodes, um, 143 and 144, and uh, you'll get more information about them and their event and uh, you'll be able to contact them as well. And until next time, this has been Ask the Programmer.